This is, this is the In the Black Podcast. Okay, cool, cool. All right, man, so check this out, bro. Uh, It's been a very interesting week when I had a co-worker of mine, and I had to tell my wife, because um, when women talk to me at work, I get heart palpitations, like Kobe Bryant on trial in Colorado. I, I don't play that game. I don't want no problems. I don't want the smoke. I don't want no trouble. And very so, often, when so I no work wives for Sean. No, no work no, wives. No. Okay. We, listen, what's funny is that I I will say this. I have had women at my job present themselves to buy me lunch and doing all sorts of other things to me. But like I said, I don't play that game. I come home and I immediately tell my wife, "Hey, I got lunch today. X, Y, and Z bought it. This is what's up." And if it gets kind of weird, my wife asks me, okay, is is this person uh, aggressive or do I need to come? Is, is this person, is, what's, what's the, I forget the term she uses, but basically she's like, are they are they chill or do I need to come down to work and show them that I can mm. take off my earrings and bring my Vaseline and so on? And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'll let you know. We'll see how that gauges out. And luckily for me, we <laughs> haven't had any problems. But I, there was an incident that I forgot to tell my wife about, and not because I wanted to, but because I felt some sort of way. You were and scared. I probably should have. You were scared listen, to tell. Listen, 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 <laughs> listen, 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 listen. So we <laughs> we uh, we had a a team luncheon maybe a couple of years ago, and there's a restaurant here in D.C. not too far from the White House. Uh, that they sell $115-$120 cheesesteaks. Now, the cheesesteak is like foie gras, it's like lobster oil, it's Wagyu steak, like the it's a six-inch paws cheesesteak with all these things on it, and it's $120 plus dollars. Damn! So we had so we had a function, a lunch function, and I did not attend. But everyone that knows me, I'm cool, I'm, I'm cool with everybody. I try to be yeah, as yeah. personable as possible, so on. How do I know that this this cheesesteak was a hundred and some odd dollars? Because one of the women at my job bought this sandwich and brought it to me. Bruh. So I've got questions. Showed- <laughs> wait, wait, let him finish the story because I, I, I want to I I I hear this. Come on. Bring it so, on home. Bring it on home, Sean. So what ended up happening is that we see something online about this cheesesteak. So other places are now doing a similar type of thing. High-end restaurants are doing the same same thing. And my wife's like, oh, man, that'd be awesome. Why don't we go to... Because I think the place where she saw it was in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, I've already had something like that already. And she looked at me like, when did you have something like that? And I was like, oh, you know, such and such at my job bought me that and it's down the street or whatever. She said, excuse me, who did what now? And I was like, mm. uh, well, you you see what had happened was that. Uh, uh, okay. okay. And, then she, and then she looked at me, she's like, so when were you going to tell me this? I said, I, I, I could have sworn I told you. Mm. <laughs> and she looked at me, she's like, you played too much. I said, you know what? In all honesty, it was because of the amount, and I didn't want you to jump to conclusions. Mm-hmm. And 
it's been so long since then that I forgot to tell you. I should have come back and told you. Mm-hmm. And we had a an honest dialogue about mm-hmm. that situation. So I'm going to ask you guys, mm-hmm. what type of messes have you dug yourself out of recently? Come, <laughs> <laughs> oh. don't give me dirty looks. Just say what you got to say. I'm going to say, all I'm going to say is we ain't just buying $125 sandwiches. Okay. We're not just buying $125 sandwiches. I'd have plenty of work husband. Plenty <laughs> of work husband. Okay. And the most I got was a daggum Starbucks drink, but we boycotting Starbucks, so we don't drink Starbucks anymore. Um, you don't have to explain to me why we boycott Starbucks this time. But because, anyway, let's go on. Because Starbucks is facilitating genocide, free Palestine. Sorry, hopefully your listeners don't get offended. But anywho. Nah, if they do, that's that's, that's Okay, cool, 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 cool. But um, wifey is definitely, um, she's right for her spidey senses to start tingling. Because it also in this economy, who got $125 to be spending on. on a damn sandwich? This, See, this, 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 this that wasn't one, the question. This, What's the question? The question what was, what have you, you dug been... yourself out? Somebody Players don't get caught assignment. up. Players <laughs> don't get caught up, okay? I got my Monday, Wednesday, Friday. They never overlap. What? Most of them don't have my real number. And now that I work from home, shit, I'm just, I'm player. You ain't going to catch me up. She playing Carmen, player from the Himalayas. Carmen is a goddamn mess. She still didn't answer no questions, but I, I, I appreciate you I don't trying to switch to it up. I don't have to take myself out of any holes because I'm a player. <laughs> I don't get okay. caught up. Also, I don't have anybody that I have to answer to. Y'all the ones. Y- you know what? Y'all I, the ones. You know what? You, you, you spot on. You spot on. Because sometimes I'm free and untethered over here. Okay. Listen, sometimes you gotta dodge them problems like Neo from the Matrix, my guy. And you sometimes you make sometimes you make it, sometimes you don't. But but also this is how you prevent yourself from getting into that situation ever again, right? You have to give your work hoes playbooks, right? Just like a post-it note on her cubicle be like, hey, bitch. <laughs> kind of like the comp policy that you have, gifts got to be less than five dollars. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, on, we gotta get on, approval. Hold on, hold on, Carmen. You know, stop, stop what? before you have Mrs. O. Just like me and going Mrs. Through. O are besties. She don't even know it yet. Okay, stop, stop, stop. Let, can, can I can I get in on this? Can yeah, I get go, in ahead, on this? Go, go ahead, bro. All right. Since since Carmen tore the lid off and we ain't answering what we dug ourselves out of, we giving advice. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> Where you went wrong. <laughs> okay. Here's where you went wrong. Uh-huh. Now, I commend you and I will learn from you moving forward of establishing a very open and honest relationship with your wife where you Absolutely. always told her everything. Love that for y'all. Where you went wrong is the one time you don't, it sticks out. Like a sore like a thumb. thumb. Yeah, I didn't think about it until after the fact. My God, one hundred and twenty-five dollars is a lot of money, right? But I, but I hold on, hold on, hold on. You I, set on, a standard on a sandwich. Listen, but hold on, hold on. One with fra gras. Listen, listen. I one, I will say that I do not know with certainty that I am the only person 
that this sandwich was bought for. So okay. there might have been other people that might have been blessed to get oh, a just bruh, need an expense bruh, report bruh. then. That's all we need. Hold on. <laughs> bruh. You good. Bruh, this you, shorty uh, pull an no. expense report. Hold on, Carmen. I'm I'm surprised you're missing this. I'm surprised you're missing this. It is not the value of the sandwich, my man. It is the omission of the purchase. Okay, I, I'm, I'm I'm aware, but that value is also quite a yes, <laughs> yes. It adds it adds to the significance of the omission. I just you don't have, think that I would be upset about. Uh, I'm not getting upset over Subway. I'm not. But you're getting oh. upset over uh, Wagyu beef and foie gras. I mean, did she bring you some home? Did I bring her some? Yes, yes, yeah. I, I did. But I didn't. I didn't tell her where it came from. Oh yeah. wait, wait, wait! But you shared yeah. the sandwich. Yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. See, now I would I would give you points for that. It wasn't like you. I'm gonna I'm sit here and eat this, and she never go. She never go yeah. know about it. You you shared the riches. Now see, okay. Here here's here, let me let me give you a little bit of sneaky link advice, a la Carmen from the male side. <laughs> Jesus Christ! If you share the spoils. If you share the spoils, no, with that's your a spouse, slippery slope. Nope, that's a slippery slope. Don't do that. I'm do saying, that. I'm saying, if they if they give and you receive, but you share it, and at the same time that you're sharing it, you're explaining where it comes from. The wife may potentially be like, "Oh, we benefited from this." You know, go shake your tail feather a little bit more, see what more we can come home with. You you know what you know and she pimping I, you out. Listen, listen you know, god damn it i'm just definitions and words here i'm just making sure i'm tracking that's all i'm sorry do you know you know what yes welcome 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 what is up jesus what's what's up what's up back once again it's the incredible in the black podcast in case you weren't aware this is a podcast dedicated to come to covering the current events and social issues going on in your black world and covering it breathe, from three people breathe. who Someone who probably made a mistake having this guest on in the first place because she's about to burn the whole motherfucker down. I am your host, Big O, Mr. In the Black himself, but you know I can never do this alone. Let me introduce the rest of my T-Circle. Uh, she is a social media personality, former podcaster, Carmen Gray, a.k.a. CG, a.k.a. Etouffee, a.k.a. Mardi Gras. What's going on, girl? A.k.a. Miss Molotov. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I gotta let the chopper sing every once in a while. <laughs> every once How y'all doing? God it's so great it. to be here. No doubt, no doubt. I missed you guys. <laughs> and Lord. our homie, good Lord, <laughs> and our homie Trent, who is our, uh, what, what should I say? Our, uh, he's black music. man, black man, black man. <laughs> you know what? I, I was going to try and give him an official title, but I don't even know what the official title is. I'll let him pick his own title. Music he's, he's... maestro, please. Yeah. Okay. I'll do. I'll, I'll, I'll run with that. The music maestro. Trent, yeah. what's going on, baby? How you man? Dude, man, I'm so glad I don't have all those AKAs Carmen's got. It's, it's, it's just from the bodies that she's laid out, you know, bruh. I'm I'm Carmen, I'm happy to be a simple man, just a simple Carmen man. Carmen does not even give Carmen does not give any one guy the same name, so we we know that's why she has all the AKs. Dude. 
If you're checking this out on YouTube, please make sure that you finesse that <laughs> thumbs up button. It goes a long way, helps with the algorithm. Please also hit that red subscribe so that you do not miss out on the next incredible episode, of course. And if you really want to be down, you can always come on over to our Patreon. You will not regret it. And of course, you can follow us across social media at In the Black PDCST on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Now, I want to jump into a couple of things. First thing I want to jump into is messy relationships. Okay, mm. and we know that Carmen's got her pulse on all the messy relationships, so I'm glad that she's taking part in, 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 in this conversation. I know that uh, Carmen knows all about that, but anyway, uh, we're going to move on to other messy relationships. <laughs> <laughs> so recently, uh, it looks like Marcus Jordan and Scottie Pippen's ex-wife, Larsa Pippen, have split after over a little bit over a year of dating one another. Mm. And supposedly the reasoning behind them splitting is because uh, Marcus did not want to commit to marriage to her. Okay. I honestly, and people have been giving me a hard time about it, but I've honestly said good riddance. She's, she's, a, she's, literally, she's literally two decades older than this dude. Man. I seconded it. It's nasty. She's a predator. She's okay. a fucking groomer, my guy. Like, she's a fucking don't... Groomer. I don't care how how you try to flip it. Like I I give whoever needs it the chopper, right? And she deserves <laughs> it because it's just completely outrageous. Like, how do you look at someone 20 years your junior and you're sexually attracted to them? Not to mention, how old is the boy? 25? No, he's barely, he's he's like 30. Like he's he's around he's around your age, but she's damn she is 50. Listen, the gap too damn big, okay? Because what do you possibly have in common to talk about other than his daddy money? Okay? And committing one, to one marriage. Of the biggest part, one of the biggest parts I think that has been the wildest for me, right? And maybe it's just me. Maybe because I'm old school. Maybe because I've been married for a long time. I've been with the same woman for, for forever at this point. Mm -hmm. Telling other people about my sexual business has never been the thing for me. It's so I told weird. My, I told my wife before I said I don't talk about sex with my male, my sex life with my male friends because I know what dudes are like. I don't want to give put any inkling of anything in another brother's head. Like I said earlier, you share too much info. Folks want to go around sniffing and find out what you're talking about. Exactly, exactly. But here we are. We have Larsa. I think she was either on the View or on somewhere. Talking with folks, talking about how old boy be wearing her coochie out every single time they get an opportunity. And she's like, she's so much better than Scotty was and some more stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, one, I know you don't get along with your ex-husband. There's a lot of people that don't have relationships with their exes. I dig it. But to go out of your way to do that, one, that's disrespectful. Secondly, why do you need to tell people that this is what this young boy is doing to you? Maybe the reason why he ended the relationship is he came to the realization that there would be no confidence kept with that woman. If she was that. if she will sing your praises loud and vocally, maybe she will also sing your infamy loud and vocally. Y'all have a fight, she might be on the next podcast with somebody telling all your business. I can see that. I can see that. I can see I mean, that. obviously she likes the attention. She she Clearly. to to keep going like if she's selling anything 
No. Is she is she's she not. promoting other than herself? What is she promoting? She's so not, and and again, I have no problem with people promoting themselves. But you are promoting yourself off this young man. The only thing you have to offer to this world is your relationship with this young man. Maybe he woke up and realized, uh, I am just a prop in her play. I Maybe think that's, that's it. what it was. I think that that's mm. what it was. Ultimately, it's like, and, and and he could be tired. I mean, if she did say out, he'd be putting that work in. I'm just yeah, saying the boy I mean, probably I mean, need electrolytes and a break. I, I, mean, I mean, well, well I mean, if she, let's if if the re, if the reports are to be believed, right? That whole premise of marriage to someone one who's already been married before. And I'm not saying that people that people shouldn't marry other folks that have been married before. I'm not saying that at all, but you have to look at it as the way she divorced Scotty, the relationship that she had with Scotty. The money that he is tied to, he being Marcus, and the fact that she seemed to, if you believe the reports once again, that he's been, she was pressing on him to get married. Mamas he, need a retirement plan. That's what she's looking for. Okay. That's what she's looking for. She ain't got shit in the 401k. She ain't put shit in the Roth. She ain't got shit in stocks and bonds. Okay. She done blew through whatever little money she getting from Scotty ass. Mine need to be kept. And I feel it, but here's the thing: but life is about What's Michael choices. doing? I mean, he I probably mean, got, a, he probably got a, a trust fund or something that he dipping into. Something tells, he's, got, he's got a couple of businesses, but they're all built off the back of his. Because I was about to say, something tells me that something tell me that MJJ don't don't play when it comes the to money. money. You better earn your own. Nearly as far as she thinks that it's going, and so I think that he's saying to himself, outside of being uh, tired and need a fluid transfusion. Um, he's like, I can't afford this woman because she definitely gives, spends it before it's even there. You see what I'm saying? You see what happened with uh Croy Beerman and Kim Zosiak. She got this man screaming at the police in the driveway and shit. She done ruined his life. So you just got to be real careful. It's got to be real careful out here. And um, especially, I'm sorry, what now? Uh, Kim Zosiak and Croy Beerman. Was that the one when the police came to the house and they were talking to him from outside the mm -hmm. house and she was in the car or whatever? These old bitches will ruin your life. Again, I listen to too much NPR. <laughs> I know not what you speak of. Bro. Anywho, that that that's my speculation. Uh, Mom didn't. She didn't do good on you know squirreling away her monies, and she has none, and so she needs a retirement plan. And that's what I think that she was hoping that this young man would be for her. And he's like, Nah, I'm good. Let me ask you a question, Carmen, because we do hear very often. Uh, what it looks like when we see huge age differences between a man and a woman, meaning that the man is the older one and the woman is in her young, her twenties or whatever. And we give like a uh, Dane cook and um, Leonardo DiCaprio as an example. Why do you think there isn't the same type of heat for people like, uh, for people like Larsa and what's that other chick's name that's dating some basketball player? Uh, like, Drea Michelle, and she's dating um, Jalen Green, I think is his name. I think it's just as disgusting, and we should have just as much outrage because, again, what are y'all talking about? All this motherfucker do is play basketball and then play basketball on a video game. Like, what are we really doing here? You see what I'm saying? It's weird. What well, are we talking about? 
Well, okay, if we if we broke it down to when people used to say a man having a middle age crisis and he's dating a younger woman, if we look I at it from these the women, I think certain types of women have these same crises. The women who put a lot of their um, value in their looks and aesthetics, right? And so, at a certain point, I don't care how tight and right you try to keep it. Aging happens and we can only pull and nip as much as we can, right? And if we haven't done right by our coins and set ourselves up for when the looks begin to fail, what do we do? Let's trap a nigga with a baby, a young stupid one who don't know no better. Well, I'd like to also add another ripple to this. I'm just, I'm just. No, I'm, I'm nah, not, I'm not I, knocking I, you. I got you. I I'm you. not knocking you, you, but. But here's another ripple to this. Let's, and this might go a little far, but um, recently I watched that movie May December. It was a dramatization of the Mary Kay Letourneau and Billy Falau story. Um, what I'm no, what I've said before, like you hear about this, it's not that there's been an increase, but you hear about it more often. These teachers with their male students. Yes, indeed. Um, Good grief. What I'm looking at is a thing of power. Okay. When you when you ask yourself, what does an older woman get from being with a younger man? And the joke is always, uh, there's stamina, you know, you know, or he's trainable. It's power. Because what I was trying to say earlier with the man in his middle age, a man in his forties or older dating a woman in her twenties, what do they have in common? Finances. At forty a man has some knowledge, he has some experience, he has some finances, he has some stability. More expendable income, yes, indeed. Yeah. Right. What does a woman have at 20? Her youth, her appearance. Uh, she has a lack of experience, so she's not... Or her, or her fertility. Let's not forget that. That's another part. Fertility, of fertility. as well. But she has not been fully warped and abused by men. Because, see, a 40-year-old man with a 40-year-old woman, a 40-year-old woman's been through the ringer with these dudes, and she ain't going to put up with a lot of mess. But a 40-year-old man can pull the wool over a 20-year-old woman's eyes. Why can't a 40-year-old woman pull the Do wool the over same, a 20-year-old man's eyes? Thing, Why same can't thing. she lead him around by his nose to get what she wants out of him, work him like a dog, finance? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. They did so, it to August, and y'all made fun of him, called him weak. Oh okay. no no no! I didn't call August week. I Hold was who called mad. August week? Not y'all specifically, but okay. men across the yeah. internet was like, "Why are you telling all this business?" The boy mm. was violated. Hello. Mm. Well, Hello. you guys have you you've mm. talked about this before on the show, Sean? Mm. How so mm. many young black men we can we can only speak as our experience as black men? How yeah. so many young black men their first experiences have been with older black women that took advantage yeah. of them? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. but we saw it as a rite of passage. We were yeah. big up in each other, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. when the babysitter or a friend of your mom's, mm -hmm. you know, what have you, because we were misguided. We thought it was a rite of passage. We didn't see it for what it was, which was predation. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, maybe finally Mr. Jordan's people got in his ear enough to help him recognize, dude, she doesn't offer you anything other than headlines. You know, is she help is she promoting your businesses or is she promoting herself? Promoting herself. I've exactly. never seen her once. I didn't mention even know the boy business. had any businesses. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I know. I knew nothing about what so the boy's stupid. been doing. So, so stupid. 
So there, there you have it's it. Just, it's just cold blooded all the way around. I'm glad yeah. that he was able to get out before he had any substantive losses other than time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and Miss Mamas, you need to figure out a better way to secure your last, you know, two decades out here before you pack it up. We can go on to the next topic. <laughs> I got you. I got you. The chopper has been sprayed. Has been spray- yeah, and indeed, indeed. So what we going we going to jump into uh actually um speaking of other another messy relationship. Uh Carmen, I know we were talking about talking about uh Yes. About Monique. Um, Let's go ahead and jump into that. Miss Monique like so I'm sure the whole world has seen Monique and her Club Shay Shay interview. And shout out to Shannon Sharp, small tangent, like shout out to him for creating these safe spaces for people to just come and let <laughs> they chop a scene. Cause I'm here for it. Okay. Um, I feel like Shannon is what the red table thought that they were going to be, but the red table pivoted to like this landing spot for people to come do BS interviews to like get the heat off of them. So they get no love for that. But club Shay Shay is like, let me come and get my shit off and then let the internet just be in a buzz for 72 hours. And I love to see it. Okay. (laughs) But with, um, but with Monique, right. So Monique is making her rounds. You know, she's taking, I guess, what was supposed to be her victory lap, I think, mm-hmm. you know, coming on Club uh, Shay Shay to talk about, you know, we didn't beat the Tyler Perry, Oprah Winfrey horse past death. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She talks mm-hmm. about um, her interpersonal relationships with Kevin Hart, which I thought that that was an interesting piece to throw in, like the whole money aspect of him loaning her money, but her paying it back with interest. And I think that a movie situation was supposed to happen and then he reneged. I'm like, oh, maybe we could have known some of that story, but maybe not all of it. It got a little messy, right? I, I and then, um, what else she talked about? Oh, she said Tiffany Haddish one shit because she ain't got no man. That's why she keep getting DU, D, uh, DUIs. DUIs. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I was like, she kind of ate with that one, low key, because Tiffany, let me tell you something about Tiffany Haddish. Never mind. That's a whole nother topic. Um, <laughs> And then ultimately, she kept that one in the chamber. She didn't let that round off. She kept that one in the chamber. <laughs> Tiffany down right now. She got to wear an ankle monitor and blow into that little thing. So I'm gonna let before her she can get her. <laughs> I'm gonna let her live for right now, okay? Hold up, how we start off? It's called an interlock device. Yeah, hold up, hold up. How, how we start off with Monique and then Tiffany Haddish called a stray? So I mean, because Tiffany being other people's business, you know what that I'm saying? True. But she Tiffany really ain't movie. been right since Common broke her heart. But I'm also trying to figure out why is you letting Common keep you in a blender? Because community dick ain't never had me acting crazy out here in these streets. Common just anyway. called a stray. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> sorry. Can we can we talk about what you said you were talking about? She just let she just okay, I'm sorry, I'm no sorry. Rounds with everybody. Like, <laughs> Back to Monique. Back to Monique, right? Okay. The the thing that I want to talk about with Monique is the de- the clear, like continuous deterioration of her relationship with her son Shalon that's happening in front of our faces on the internet. And I think that this can also be coupled into the conversation of our boomer parents. Hmm. Not listening hmm. to understand, you know, thinking that because you ain't die, I did my job. And it's like, hmm. but did you? And, you hmm. know, also, we all know that Monique's husband is a Decepticon, but she can't see it, you know. And I think that, 
again what was supposed to be Monique's victory lap because here here Taraji has come out to say after she made the color purple flop that the girls is not being paid but everybody took that more they took it better because people like Taraji people don't like Monique but Monique said the exact same thing right so now Monique gets to come back and say you guys I was right you see you see you see mm -hmm. and we're like you know what let's shoot Monique some bail you mm -hmm. was racist you know and then she just ruined it. She just literally mm -hmm. ruined it. Mm -hmm. And because you didn't need to bring your child into this, to be honest with you. I understand I that the questions come on the cue cards, but you don't have to. You don't answer have to answer everything. every goddamn thing. And yeah. I feel like because Monique is a she is a great communicator, a great is the word order. She's mm -hmm. phenomenal at it. She comes with her tones and her my sweet babies. And then we'll proceed to say some bullshit. So you know that that's just my mm, mm, my two mm, cents mm. on it. I think that talk to your son, sweets, and get off of the internet with your half truths because mm. I have been watching Shalon's um, responses. I guess mm -hmm, you could say mm -hmm. yeah. very articulate. I can appreciate that he Excellent. had his script so that he didn't get Excellent. emotional and he could Excellent. stick to the facts. And as someone who has created distance with family for reasons similar to that. I feel it. The onus is not on your child to repair these relationships because bitch, I ain't asked to be here, okay? Mm. And if you violate me, you must come to me. Mm, mm, and I'm mm, big Leo mm. energy. You can mm. really not exist to me. And I don't know if that's that's the road that you want to go down. So mm. I think that if the if the relationship is truly something that he doesn't want, respect it and leave that boy alone and stop bringing him up mm. i dig talk it. about the children you do like mm. go ahead trent what you got i think monique has yet again proven that she is someone that you do not want to have a relationship because even the most intimate details of your relationship can later become fodder for her media tour i feel like specifically you brought up kevin hart she set the groundwork to make him sound like such a great man for helping her out only so on the back end she could attack him for supposedly pulling out of making a movie with her but if you listen closely to what she said i believe she showed you she told you exactly why he pulled out in her explanation when she said she talked to kevin and he said i'd love to do something with you and then she and Sydney immediately got on the phone with the studio and said, Kevin Hart said it's a go. Let's go. That's not how you do business. We sit down together and as a group, me, you and daddy talk to the studio. You don't go to the studio on my name and say, I gave you a blank check. So maybe that's what happened is she once again, portrayed a confidence we had a conversation we're talking about doing some business and you ran off at the mouth without checking with me first okay there's processes to this everybody knows in the movie industry when it comes time for the awards be it the golden globes be it the emmys be it the baftas be it the the oscars you do the tour if you are up for an award the junkets have to happen, yep. You don't get paid for it because the award is the payment. It's like you do the Super Bowl for free. 
because the exposure is the payment. Okay, Usher had the most viewers on that Super Bowl, the, the, the most watched show in American television history. Usher had them watching him for the Super Bowl. Sure, Yancey screwed him by announcing her album. But anyway, I'm going to say Monique has shown, be it Oprah, we don't like Oprah, so we let her get away with it, be it Tyler, we don't like Tyler, so we let it get away with it. Be it Lee Daniels. Lee Daniels ain't a billionaire, so Lee Daniels had to clean that up. He didn't have FU money, so he had to clean that up. Okay? But now she's doing it to Kevin, and she's doing it to her own son. If this woman cannot keep her mouth shut about your confidential conversations, why would anyone ever do business with her? She's shooting herself in the foot. She's shooting herself, but she wants us to believe this is happening to all black women. What's happening to her happens to all black women. I wouldn't say it doesn't, but how you handle it, how you handle adversity speaks volumes. Taraji, how she's handling it. She's not out there burning everybody's bridges. She's not out there setting studios I on mean, fire. She kind of burned Oprah shit up. Well, Oprah still kind of deserves it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Facts. a unique situation. Because yeah. I will never let Oprah live down being buddy buddy with Epstein. I will never let it live down. I'm not Epstein with uh, 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 oh, that was not, never mind. Not not uh not Epstein. It you was, getting your uh, black women mixed up with the book? <laughs> no, uh Harvey Weinstein. Because we look alike. <laughs> Oprah, Oprah being buddy. Oh, anyway. Y'all messed up. Y'all messed up. Harvard is, Harvard is an ass. You see it? She's yeah. just an asshole. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm but, sorry. but no, it's okay. It's okay. I'm just saying, Oprah Oprah gets no bail. She don't need it. Tyler gets no bail. He don't need it. And again, when you're a billionaire, you got F you money. I can live off the interest of a billion like it ain't nothing. Okay? Nah, I so, I so, we ain't worried about them. I'm just saying, when it comes to Monique, Monique needs to learn not everything needs to be said into a microphone. No, I, I dig it. But I think, and we had this conversation off air. I think part of the problem also is that situation specifically with Kevin Hart. I think that that was a weird situation, right? Because she said that she called the studio, studio uh, gave her some funky time or whatever. She called Kevin after the fact and tried to square it off with Kevin. And Kevin was like, all right, don't worry about it. It's a misunderstanding. We'll fix it. And then lo and behold, we have two years it spans or however many, however much time is, uh, has, uh, has passed without them having an opportunity to resolve it. Mm -hmm. And I think into, I'm thinking to myself, let's say that that was your relationship with Monique. Mm -hmm. What is it either about the, the business relationship, your personal relationship, or that situation that did not allow you to fix that or to straighten that out? Even but, if it was the case, like afterwards, it'd be like, okay, well, you know what, Monique, I'm gonna get back to you. And even when you get back to her, hey, yo, what you did was disrespectful. You should have came to me. We should have had that conversation, not you going to the to the studio and trying to fix some things behind my I've back. Can you, I was going, but real quick before you give your theories, but can you trust her to see your point of view? And also keep her mouth shut about that conversation. Or but is I she going to go set the internet on fire? About, but that's what I'm saying. Sometimes it's not about that. I have a homeboy of mine. Shout out to my boy, uh, Charles, who used to always tell me, he's like, when you deal with me, 
and I try to take this into my take this personally and use it in my own life. When you deal with me, I'm going to tell you everything up front. You so at the end of the day, you can't say that you didn't know. You might say you didn't care, but you can't say that you didn't know. And I think that at least for for me, the way we've been told that Kevin does his business is that he's 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 methodical about it. If this is about the money, even if it's not about the relationship, if this is about the money, you should have at least attacked that head on and been like, okay, we need to straighten this out so we know where we each other stands if and when we decide to go and do business down the road. But here we are, like she's, uh, if, if she's to be believed, two plus years after the fact, and she's like, I haven't talked to the dude. And he told me he was going to call me back two days after the whole conversation happened in the first place. So he's in this is in this instance he's just as guilty as not being held to his word as Monique is not doesn't get held to her word. You get what I'm saying? It's like I I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, but I would never leave myself exposed to Monique ever after everything that she's done after everything that she said. I would not. I would rather ghost her, and her not have my words to use against me. Because. She did it to her own son. Look at what she's doing to her own son. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm saying, she has let you know there is nothing sacred. There is nothing confidential. Play with her at oh, your own risk. Okay, let's 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 take a step back, and I'm glad that you brought the son back up. Let's let's bypass, and we'll jump. Uh, I want uh, CG to jump in on this. Do you think, even though Monique? made this conversation, this relationship public. Do you think that it was necessary for her son to come out and make the relationship, like give the details and be more detailed about their whole relationship? Because for me, given the way she is, as messy as she is, and he knows his mom better than we know his mom, I don't know necessarily if that's the if that's the attention. I wasn't going to say smoke, but I, I don't know if that's necessarily the attention that I want. What do you, What do you think? Go ahead, uh, CJ. Um, I'll answer that. Because you don't have the courage or the balls to talk to me on the phone like my parent, since you wanted to take our business to the public, I'm going to address you in public. And that's Facts. That. Facts. Because you got my number. Our entire family has my number. Whether you're cool with me directly, you cool with somebody back in Baltimore, right? Mm -hmm. You can mm -hmm. get in contact with me if you wanted to. If you wanted to. So because mm -hmm. you want to speak on me in public and spin your narrative in public, I got you. Hmm. I got you. That is 100% valid. Because you could have called mm -hmm. me. You could have texted me. You could have sent a pigeon. Speaking of pigeons, did y'all know that pigeons have been so domesticated that they don't know how to make nests anymore? Have you ever seen a pigeon nest? No, I've never. They just put sticks on the ground. God damn! I, I, the more you know, I wish that rainbow would show up. Sorry, my bad. Mouth. But anywho, bro, I was I was about to say it, but you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, there are ways in 2024. There are so many, and you got all this money. Fly out to find your child if you wanted the relationship. But no, it's more salacious to talk about it on Club Shay Shay and um whatever other radio station yeah, or podcast well, that you're paying she, to go on because they ain't then she came out she did come out afterwards and she had her own response and i think i didn't listen to the entirety of this there was nothing response. there was nothing there because her response was not based on anything that she heard it was strictly based on how she felt interesting 
and what you feel and what happened are not the same are thing. two different yeah. things yeah you see yeah. what i'm saying yeah yeah and yeah. i'm the type of person like you can't slap me and if i kick you you get mad you, be mad you get what it. you get baby i i dig it I dig it. You know? I dig it. I think one of the things that I thought that was actually the most, I won't say the most, but one of the mo more poignant things was even at the end, after all that has been exposed about their relationship and so on, and maybe CG doesn't, doesn't agree, but I was happy that he ended it by still saying, I love my mother because I love her not necessarily because of the relationship that we forged, but because she brought me into this world. I love, I've learned to love a portion of my mom because I now have a child and a daughter. And it I would feel be like that's so tricky. Her. That's so tricky it, and that's so manipulative. Like, it, it is. <sighs> listen, listen, listen. I'm, I'm going to tell you. I'm a, I know you got me, a soft spot for family. I'm going to let you have it. You know, and you know what's what's <laughs> funny is that's not even, not even necessarily about the soft spot for family because I am still in a place where I'm trying to navigate these emotions that I have and what is just and what is right and trying to make sure that regardless of what I feel, trying not to poison the well, for lack of a better description, allowing that. my children to understand that my relationship with my people doesn't need to be yours. And that doesn't mean that you shouldn't have one with them, which is why I respect what he said about having his daughter and it being a disservice or ultimately being a disservice to her. If he right. didn't talk about his mother, their relationship, and ultimately what his mother has done for it out in the general public. For me, you guys know I have a difficult relationship with my, with my pops, right? And I know that I've had these conversations with my children where I've had to tell them, like, listen, regardless of what I went through as a child, the relationship that I have with my father, I don't say that be because I'm your dad, you need to have that same one. So if he happens to be on his game and come around and wants to build something with you, don't think because him and dad don't kick it means that you can't kick it with him. I would never want to this, I would never want to neglect you or take that 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 right from you. But at the same time, my job as your dad is to explain to you, this is my upbringing. This is what happened to me. This is one of the reasons why I rear you the way I rear you because of X, Y, and Z. How you guys navigate that after the fact is a totally different thing, but I want you to understand where I'm coming from so there's no confusion. You get what I'm saying? Valid. Valid. Yeah. I just, here's my question for both of you. In everything that her son said, was there a whiff, a hint, a scintilla of disrespect? No. He was scripted and on time. Like CG said, I don't know. I don't know what he took. Maybe he took some Adderall before he did them videos, but he was I mean, like, was boom, 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 but, boom, 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 but, boom. Like it was, it was crazy that right how there. focused he was. But that right there says it all. It says it all. Just like we said how when we watched Cat Williams, Cat Williams was funny. But Cat Williams, how do I put it? When Cat Williams did what he did, he provoked thoughts. He had people running back for receipts and 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 looking for for the truth in what he said. He left a lot of stuff open, but he laid a lot a lot of stuff out. Monique, when she came on, she retreaded a lot, 
she opened up a few new things, but she made it seem, well, when she, whatever Shannon got to listen to, whatever receipts that she gave to Shannon for him, it made it seem like she was speaking the truth. Her son did the exact same thing, but he did it without pomp, without celebration. He was methodical. He was strategic and surgical with it, but the entire time respectful. If we go back and we look at Kat and we look at Monique, can we say that they were respectful in what they did? Because I, I can't, I'm not saying that they that they let the chopper spray on everybody and was it was dripping with disrespect, but I can, I can tell you that they were not loving as they said what they said. I believe old boy, Monique's son, was loving as he said what he said. It didn't seem like he came across with when he talked about it with any with real malice behind what he was saying. It right. seemed like he was just trying to set the record straight. Maybe right. that's just the way I felt about it. Yeah, I agree. He was there strictly to set the record straight. Like for every BS point that you gave, here's the receipt to back it yeah, up. I think yeah. why Cat came across the way that he did, that's been Cat like historically from the outset. You see what I'm that's saying? Fair. That's fair, um, yeah. And so everybody coming with their receipts, like, you know, only a hit dog will holler. And they was hollering. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then again with Monique, I think that I think that Monique is a vicious person. But I think that people let it slide because she's got a nice calming voice. And yeah, she leans all the in and, and, and all she that makes other. eye contact. Mm -hmm. yeah. I know when somebody's saying, girl, fuck you without saying it. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm I saying? So Monique is nasty work. Like, I want her to have nice things. I want her to be successful. But you can't continue to crap on everybody around you and think that they're still going to want to work with you. And I think mm. that with the Kevin Hart thing, you didn't honor the order of operations, number one. Mm. And then number two, Kevin Hart surround himself with white people. And I think it's weird. But that's just, that's just... I don't think that he can make his decisions. I don't think they're his to make. I think that he's a figurehead of his own shit mm, at this point. Damn. Because he got a lot of white folks over there. Ooh, ooh, I'm just saying, observation. Wait, now that you brought up Kevin Hart again, I just realized this. Ooh. It's funny. It's funny that this is the first time we're hearing Monique's story about Kevin Hart, but it's coming on the heels of Cat Williams' story about Kevin Hart. I, feel I think like Kevin Hart is a Decepticon. He oh, may be. So you, you 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 following Cat's role, uh, his 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 Cat's uh, way of thinking, and that he's a plant or something like that. No, I no, won't no. Go so far as industry plant, but I think that he's a terrible person. Did y'all see his docu like his first documentary on Netflix that was supposed to make mm -hmm. everybody like him? And no, I was no, like, no, what no, the no. fuck was this? I have to send you the link. I can't remember the name of it off please, the top please, of my please, head. Please, but I mean, he please. cussing out his homeboys like fighting with his trainer. Like he's a real egomaniac and such a tiny body. Wait, but Sean, Sean, think about this. Think about this. It was one of his supposed own homies, his own friend, that tried to set him up on that videotape, cheating on his wife. What does that say Can about we you? Can talk about that for one second, too? Can we just, a small oh, tangent. I know we're yeah, not trying to be but, here all But I'm night. saying, I'm what, is it, what, do we, what does that say about you, that one of your closest friends... Because he's awful. That's all I'm saying. Awful. 
because you know what did you what did you do to that man that made him feel like he had to come at you like he had to expose you yeah 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 yeah. you know what's funny i i don't follow his my dis people gonna hate on me for this but my dislike for kevin hart doesn't come from his personal life because i don't know anything about his personal life he's not funny He's a clown. He's a gesture. He's not a comedian. He's not not really funny to me. And the fact that he is everywhere and he's not funny bothers me. Not since Tori stopped writing his jokes. He ain't been funny since they divorced. That's what people keep saying. Like when he was talking about his family life for real, for real, that Mm -hmm. he was like really in it. And I was like, and if you're everywhere, are you really that good? Like just like The Rock is everywhere and he's not that great, you know? You're going to get a lot of hate because I've said the same thing in public and people want to cut my nuts. Let me off. tell you like, something. Let me tell you my beef with, with Dwayne. Okay. You pick that blackness up and down, and I don't like it. I was hoping you were going to say that, but I'm going to just stay quiet over here. You pick Listen. it up and down, and I don't like it. Your name is Dwayne. Okay. Do you know how long it? And I know that I'm not even a rest. I'm not a big wrestling fan like that. To be very honest with you, it was a long time before I even knew that he was half black. You see because, what I'm saying? Because all I kept seeing him promote was his his mama uh, side. Yeah, his Samoan side, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until people started calling him a man of color and all these other things, people started looking into it. I was like, oh, I didn't know that his dad was. But you know who was the wrestler. same way? You know but who see, was the same way? My ex husband. He was half Filipino and black. Huh. He ain't like being black. Hold on. I was going to say this real quick. I'm just saying. That's how they. You, didn't, you didn't know about The Rock's heritage because you probably didn't grow up watching the old school wrestling before the WWE took everything over. If Shout you out to Rakishi. <laughs> if you had watched old school wrestling before WWE bought up and unified everything, you would have known who his dad was. And then you would have known he was part black. But again, mm-hmm. he didn't promote it until he became a movie star. And it became functional. Brock, the Rock is a everyman. He is the, what is it, ambiguous ethnicity. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's one of the reasons why folks want him to run for uh, political office so badly because he's supposed he supposedly fits in every mold. Not uh, well, okay. I mean, from your mouth to God's ears, hopefully he doesn't. Because you I mean, begging us really the money, and you gotta go billion goddamn dollars, bitch. You fix Maui. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah, something like that. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't want you to lose you your good. sponsors. You good? You good? Trent, go ahead. Go ahead and go. Since Carmen's already been throwing these shots all night, I want Trent to go ahead and throw a shot at Charles Blow. I guess that's the next well, one. Well, as as we were talking about Dwayne's blackness or proximity or denial thereof, um, Charles. M. Blow, a journalist who was once based in New York but has now moved to Atlanta, um, has written a book, I believe it's The Devil You Know, and a documentary that is now on HBO Max called South to Power, where he discusses the idea of African Americans, uh, the Great Migration that took place where we left the South and moved North and West. He's saying it's time for black people to come on back to the South because that is our greatest opportunity potentially for political power. Uh, You have states like, uh, what was it, Um, 
Louisiana and Georgia and Mississippi that are upwards of 30% black, even uh, where you are, Sean, Maryland is, I believe, mm -hmm. 33% black. But the idea is that this, there are 1,200, there are more than 1,200 cities in the United States that are majority black. But power in the city is nothing because the power is either in the federal government or the state. Any power that the federal government does not specifically enumerate is controlled by the state, not by the cities. So true political power in a state is the state power. So the opportunity for us, instead of being a, what is it, uh, a captive constituency is what it's called. And mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the, the Democrats, they know where else are we going to go. So they say to us what they need to say to us to keep us on board. But then they, once they get what they want, they don't pay us no mind. To go mm -hmm. from being a captive constituency to being a constituency of real power, mm -hmm. if, we, if we were the majority in a state, those electoral votes in that state belong to us. Mm -hmm. If we control the educational system in that state, you know, we control the tax base in that state. Some true power comes in numbers in a political sense at the state level. The city level is irrelevant. It's the state level where it starts to matter. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. with that in mind, my first question is, what do you think about that idea of a migration to the South for power? But then number two, it made me stop and think about growing up in this country. I remember I could always tell who our quote unquote leader was for the black community. I grew up in the era of the Jesse Jacksons and the Al Sharptons and the NAACP and the SNCC and the CORE, all these organizations that I could point to and say, that's the leadership. Mm. Those are the people looking out for us. And since Obama's presidency, outside of BLM, has there been a cohesive black organization that we can look to as our representation yes we are not a monolith we have divergent opinions perspectives yes but i truly start to wonder like we look at vice president kamala she was gone for the longest time crickets and now all of a sudden she's back again because what it's campaign season mm -hmm. um but what i want to say is this in getting what we wanted, a black president, did we lose everything? Black leadership. I think uh, one of our homeboys, he's a guest on the show, Dr. Dylan Rodriguez, who's a professor <laughs> at uh, Cal State. He's always said that America will never allow black people to really gain some form of semblance or power because it autocorrects. So when you see BLM, when you see the George Floyd uprising and things start moving in that way with DEI and all those other things, then you have this automatic autocorrect where folks, white people get up in arms. Now you're seeing all these corporations and municipalities removing DEI and so on and so forth. So that's first and foremost. So I think before we can start talking about a migration, we have to have an understanding of what that migration is going to ultimately do. Right. I'm not going to just convince my brethren to move to Atlanta, to move to Louisiana, to come to Maryland 
if there's no real structure, no real plan in place for us to make sure that us moving there makes some sort of sense. So that's first and foremost. Secondly, let's talk about the Democratic Party real quick. The Democratic Party has a problem, a complete problem, an utter problem with messaging. It's they a do child. not know. They can't fucking sell. They couldn't sell water to a man laying in the ocean. Like it is it is really just that bad how bad messaging is. And I think that Obama was a perfect example of it, because don't forget, in 08, when Obama was coming in, there was the novelty of a black president on the cusp. Right. So you have the Obama coattails, the wave that came in of all these Democrats that came in because they were like, yeah, we support a black president. We are the Democratic Party. And you saw that got, get sucked up. Two years later, that wave got killed. You saw then after that, four years after that, or two years after that initial wave got killed in terms of the House and the Senate, Obama ran for president again, right? And what ended up happening? Your boy won, but every other Democrat down the ballot lost, or a majority of them lost, because they didn't know how to sell or message themselves. They can't tell you why you should elect them other than do be scared because then white people across the street don't like you and they're going to ask for more police to be in your in your locality and all these other things like be scared. That's why you should vote for us. Not, oh, I'm trying to make sure that the child tax credit gets extended or I'm trying to make sure that, you know, HBCUs get more funding or I'm trying to make sure that there's more money for uh, your trash pickup. And you're talking about local politics like they don't know how message themselves and it's become such an issue because you're seeing it now with Kamala well I like to say this I've said this for years what makes the Republicans strong is what makes them unattractive and what makes the Democrats attractive is what makes them weak and by that I mean this Republicans have a singular message a singular thought and you're either with them or you're, or you're out not there, there is one message. What is it? What is that from uh, um, uh, Drumline? One band, one sound. One sound, yep. I give okay. you that. That's, that's how Republicans operate. But to me, it's disgusting because they don't want to hear anything other than what their one message is. Okay? Democrats, plurality of thought, plurality of opinion, supposedly a big tent, inclusive, everybody come in. Chaotic as fuck. Because there's no coherent message. So much inner sniping. Everybody just picking at each other because and, and it's not necessarily a bad thing, but you can't get no momentum with that. But you can't move forward with that. You know that there's a you know that there's a saying. There's a saying that used to go, Demo Republicans fall in line. Democrats want to fall in love. You see so yes. many people say that they don't, oh, he doesn't give me the warm and fuzzies, which is why I can't vote for him. And at the same time, it's like you look at, like I said, I, I'm not trying to bash Kamala, but we got to take a we got to take a strong, hard look in the mirror. We can. If, if Kamala is supposed to be supposedly the heir apparent, right? If we're mm -hmm. saying that, that, that Joe Biden is not qualified or we believe that he doesn't have the necessary skill set. Kamala, or at least the Democratic Party, should be out here making themselves, her, seem viable. But when you see her, she can't message anything. She doesn't look like she's able to message something. Half the time when she's talking, it sounds like she's uncomfortable to even make any, you know, make her... her because they're, they're afraid to have the fight. If a Republican says you're a socialist, what should your response be? 
Well, if socialist is social security, I'm a socialist. If socialist is making sure that all children get a basic education or are able to eat, then I'm a socialist. And so that's how you respond is you take them, whatever weapon they are using against you, you take it and you make it you your strength. It yeah, yeah. But instead, like they want to. No, no, no. Here, here's the real weakness. Here's the real weakness. And here's where I get myself canceled. Their real weakness is they keep chasing that quote-unquote undecided white voter. Mm, That's their weakness. They don't want to piss off white people. And therefore, they will disrespect all the minorities that give them their true strength. The minorities that have been riding with them, that have been suffering for them, they ignore them all because they want to chase those quote-unquote independent white voters. And what did... What did... Trump's election and the subsequent loss. What did that tell you? 52% of white women voted for Trump when he got elected. 53% of white women voted for Trump when he didn't get reelected. Okay? That should tell you. Leave them independents alone and talk to your base. Shore up your message with your base. Dance with the people that brought you. But no, they're afraid of offending them. Well, if you're so afraid of offending them, what does that tell you about your country? If you're so afraid of offending those independent white voters, what does that tell you about your country? And they don't want to admit it. That's why Kamala can't say America's a racist country. Mm, mm. That's a good follow-up. Go ahead, CJ. I see you. I don't have anything constructive to say other than <laughs> it may just be time for a factory reset, to be honest with you, because this shit's a dub. Okay. <laughs> It's a dub because all of the points that Trent made, y'all too busy pussy popping and backpedaling to get work done. And who's suffering? Mm. Me, because mm. I can't buy a house, but I can pay $2,800 in rent. My guy. Me, no, I got $210,000 in student loans that I ain't paying. You got to get it out God, of Turner, man. baby. I ain't paying them. Here, here, <laughs> I ain't paying them. Here's 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 what we need. I to didn't fix. defer my shit for another year. Fuck them. Okay. That's why. That, that's why I fucking beg with you, Carmen. I weird. just did my taxes. I owe so much goddamn money this year. Like Carmen, you know you you know you were supposed to do that thing for and get and get back to me. Do what? Remember you said, do you want your business taken and you be thrown in jail? Um, let me oh, go ahead yeah. and run this. Shout out to all the LLCs out there. Y'all better do y'all damn uh uh BR when you go to the pokey because they will lock your ass up. So shout out to all the PPP fraud out there. Hope you got your paperwork together, bitch, because you're going to jail. Okay, not jail, jail. Okay, I took care of it. I took care of it. Good. Okay, so I'm going. I'm going to talk to both of you after this. We'll get it together. It's super easy. But back to what I was talking about. It's a chop, honestly, because all of the promises that were made have been broken. You know what I'm saying? And to mm. all of them white women who was outside with their pussy hats on, you know. Mm. Say, it, say it again, bro. You know what I'm saying? Being fake feminist, fuck Taylor Swift, being fuck, you know, fake uh feminist, you went out there and you voted in line with your crusty ass husband who don't give a fuck about you. You see what I'm saying? And you put every you put the rest of us in danger. And that's what mm. infuriates me about the state of Texas because the absurdity that is happening in this state right now is absolutely mm. disgusting. I always mm. let folks know I live in Texas. I am not a Texan. Okay? Because mm. there is a difference. And it is Texans, okay, who didn't care their ass down that to that border fucking with them people. 
Okay. It's Texans that's letting Hot Wheels be out here taking away all of our rights and disrespecting us. It's Texans that have allowed Kim Paxton to be running all over the uh, the United States, violating jurisdictions, saying you need to be giving us information on uh, trans youth that you provided medical care to. Sir, you went to law school. You can't fuck with them people in Oregon. Leave them alone. You see what I'm saying? And then back mm. to Kamala, like you was out here because you pick your blackness up and down, too. You mm. was out here with your pearls and your chucks on, all at these HBCUs pumping your shit. And as soon as you got in office, we heard nothing from you, sis. I'm not even going to get on your neck about the crime bill because everybody signed that shit. So we don't have to beat that horse no more. You know what I'm saying? But you had an agenda, and I think your agenda was just to get there. I don't think you planned on doing any work. You just mm. wanted to get there. Okay. Democrats' as, messages were not the Republicans. That's their only message. You see, Call and I think, you know, you. all of us come back to the South to do what? There's no infrastructure here. Ain't no money here. Yeah, I, yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying we should. I'm yeah. saying it's an interesting thought that got me thinking about where is our power? There was a time it's when corrupted. we could at least all say. It's Thank going you. to be corrupted because notoriously, whenever we get a little bit of power, what we do? Go wrong, yeah, and I love us yeah. down boots. Well, I love us I, down boots. I say, I say to my daughter this all the time because my daughter likes to have arguments with me. That my daughter likes to tell me that if women were in charge, we wouldn't have the problems that we have. And I said, baby, baby, it's not, it's not the gender that's the problem. It's power because the first thing you do when you get power is you seek to protect it. The next thing you do when you get power is you seek to expand it. You're not trying to share it. Yeah, you don't do that. At least not at least not willingly anyway. Because right. you see what There's that no mayor willingly. doing out in Dalton, right? No, what happened? There's a black <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing because she's really a Decepticon and she's probably going to jail. But it's a mayor in Dalton, Illinois, who is just she running that shit like New Jack City. Like the one that she's like spent spending the uh city's money and doing yes. all sorts of shit going on. Yes, yeah. uh, I mean, yeah, 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 got yeah, the yeah, police yeah. on payroll now. How they getting? I don't know, nine hundred hours of overtime. Like it's she just she did a whole ridiculous. fucking music video when she came in the door and some motion. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah. too much. So why we but can't again, just do right? That's my question. Why we can't just do right I, once I, I we get it. there? You see what I I'm saying? It. Nah, I dig it. And yeah. not to mention, a lot of us be bought and sold too. So there's that. Yeah, there's that too. They don't That's mind being figureheads and just getting a check. Every black billionaire. Shout out to Substantial Gums because he played himself. <laughs> wow, you just be going after Andrew, don't you? Everybody Maybe. can catch you. Everybody catch around. Maybe if Everybody. the earth was if the earth was flat, he could find the edge. Goddamn. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Have you guys been watching podcasts <laughs> with Andrew Gilliam, uh, Tiffany Cross, and who's the third person? No. I don't uh, know. What's, uh, what's her name? I know who you're talking about. Andrew Gilliam, uh, Tiffany Cross, and uh, the Angela one who Rye. got caught up in the hotel room. Angela, yeah. yes, yes. Angela, Angela uh, Rye is the third person. Yeah, yeah, Angela Rye. Right. Uh, I like so, Angela. Why is she with him? But they do a podcast they, they, together. Yeah. It's, what is it? I forget the name of it, but it's actually. I can't remember it, the name. Did she make comment too? Oh my yeah, God. Another comment stray. Another comment stray. Told you. Anyway. Well, Andrew did a, I think he did like a three episode podcast. I haven't watched it yet. You're fucking killing me today, man. That's rare. Shit. Andrew's telling his story. His his testimony is what they called it. And I'm like, oh no. 
Well, I, I mean, in, in fairness to him, though, I mean, we've all, if you've been, if you followed it, you know what has transpired, or at least you know what's been reported. Mm -hmm. What's her name? Also did it. Tiffany Cross also did, I think, an episode or two where she told about her departure from MSNBC and how she was done dirty. So, exactly. I mean, in fairness to Andrew, it looks as though they're they're taking their all three to Okay. Okay. So, that's, okay. In fairness, in fairness to him, where you want to say that is a totally different thing. I just want to say there is no world where you can explain to me being seen passed out, butt naked, in a room with another man. And there's he, meth. He, 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 Shout he, out to Mardi Gras 2012. This is why I was apprehensive about letting this young lady on the goddamn. You know what? So uh, right about now is the time we'd like to give you little tidbits of news or words of wisdom that you could take with yourself into the week. Uh, CG, what you got, man? What's up? Uh, most men really hate women. They just like to fuck on us sometimes. That's, it. That's oh. her number one saying. That's her number one saying. Go ahead and say the number two. Go ahead and say the number two. Some of y'all might no. be gay for real. And that's There's okay. That. There it is. There it is. It's 2024. Like, I know you love your homeboy. Listen, you ain't on that game system. Why, why did she why did Sharing y'all secrets and y'all dreams and y'all aspirations. You know what you I'm saying? Like, what? that's Carmen, your soulmate. Listen, He's your Carmen, soulmate. Why? And I love that for you because Carmen, it's 2024. Don't do that. We don't need to be that. with the people who make us happy because the asteroid is coming, baby. And you want to be with somebody that you truly care for because it ain't Carmen, that woman that you be laying next to. Carmen, let let a let a no let a man let a man have his 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 friendship. Listen, on, I understand because your partner on? is not supposed to be your everything. I feel you hundred percent. You're not supposed to dump all of that onto your partner, but y'all be having more emotional relationships with your homeboy than you got with the girl that's in your bed. And I think that's, that's a little bit Sometimes nigg niggas be hurt. Don't do not do that. Before we let Trent go on his thing. <laughs> Listen, y'all. some of you women, because Carmen be saying is that, you know, you in love with your homeboy. Some of you women be acting very gay too. Women are the only, you go to a club, it is very easy at a club to see Because women aren't weird. To kiss on each other, be feeling on each other, and that's not gay. I mean, women got soft lips. You know what? I'm we just going to Some of y'all do. We already had this conversation. First of all, some, that's some, not some, some women, some women don't. Because <laughs> let me tell you something. Two seconds, because we've been here for I a was, long time. Listen, Two I wasn't seconds. even shooting. I wasn't even shooting at you. But go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'll be really calling women dirty for real. Okay, <laughs> if they don't have a 32 step bathing uh routine. You know what I'm saying? If they ain't dry brushing and sunbathing and, and full body waxing three times a week and using antibacterial, antimicrobial, um, Sylvester Stallone ass, Irish spring ass soap, they dirty than a motherfucker. So I'm just saying you can't win because these men really don't like women. That's what I'm saying. Go ahead, Trent. It's your turn. No. <laughs> What I'm gonna say is gonna kind of night, bro. I'm sorry. What I'm gonna say is kind of tie gonna tie into what she said, but from a different angle. I just want to, I just want to encourage everyone seek therapy, whatever therapy means to you. By which I mean low blow. If no, 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 no. I'm speaking. I'm speaking for myself. I'm not speaking about you, Carmen. Um, I had an epiphany in my life that made me realize that I did not have strong relationships, that I did not 
open myself up to the people in my life that I did not have deep connections, deep roots. And at 50 years of age, I'm trying to correct that. And mm -hmm. so I strongly encourage people. I'm not saying you need to hire a therapist. I'm not saying you need to get medicated. What I'm saying is you need to stop, slow down and listen to yourself. Find your mm -hmm. truths and try to stay in line with your truth. I, I can do that. Find people that encourage and support your truth and try to stay aligned as much as you can. There are times, you know, hey, we live in a capitalist society. We live in a world where it, it you know, you got to get it from the mud sometimes or you got to make some sacrifices to earn a living. Yeah. But try to stay as close to your truth as possible. Find your truth and try to stay close to your truth. That's all I got to say. I dig it. He I dig always it. give us such a message, and I just come across as completely ridiculous. But it's fine. It's cool. I'll accept it. It's, it's one of the reasons why we love you so much, Carmen. Uh, what's up for me this week, man? Is I think it's tying into what uh, ties in a bit to what Trent said. Um, the older I get, the more I feel like I need to correct some of the messes that I was brought up in, or fix the things that I know that I feel like did not make me a full or whole person. So the other day I literally had a conversation with my children about Valentine's day and how my, one of my son, I just quick, quick, quick. My son told me about how some kid at their school in his grade, ninth grade, how he bought his Valentine's day, one of those Apple max headphones or whatever, you know, those things like 450 bones. And he bought this for whoever he kids get. That's well, that aside, right? And I was trying to have this conversation with my children about why going down that road becomes such a problem as you become an adult, as you start dating and all these other things. And just having a conversation about the expectations that women put on men when you make that your priority, and that men put on women when you make that your priority. And these are conversations that I didn't have with my parents. Mm -hmm. My parents are like, you go to school, you read your book, you go become something with your life, everything else, we figured it out on our own, you guys go figure it out on your own. Forgetting that your job is to add as many lessons, as many tools into these tool belts for these kids as possible. And I want to make sure, I said, God forbid, my job is to make sure that my children do not go out into the world as adults and become mediocre. I can't, I can't let it happen. Right. So for them to, for me to avoid that, for them to avoid that, let me give them all the tools, give them all the gems, drop all the knowledge that I can into them so that when it comes time for them to live their life, they don't say, damn, I wish I would have known, you know? So. No, that's valid, brother. That's valid. You got it up on the screen. Please tell these folks where they can find you if they'd like to find you. And if you want to be found, because I know you just be hiding from folks most times, but. Go, go, go here. Who, me? Little old me? <laughs> uh, I don't really podcast that much anymore, as you can tell, because I've been completely outlandish um, throughout the show. But if you want to find me on social media, you can find me at Petty by the Pound. You know what I'm saying? You know, I may or may not get back on a microphone, but until then, I just talk to myself. So it's all good. Carmen, I would love to get on a microphone with you. Oh my goodness. We're gonna fire something up. But I get a little PTSD sometimes the way you be 
firing off that chopper. She just be get, she just be getting, she just be going, yeah. bro. Her yeah. her groupings are tight. Her hey, groupings I, are tight. The way she be firing them all. I think I, I think I'd have to I'd have to give up my day job before I could do a podcast with Max, Carmen. I, I, I think that's, I think that's an accurate statement, my guy. Yeah. I think that's an accurate statement. Trent, yeah. where can folks find you if they want to find you, man? I if so you want to be found for that matter. Normally, I don't want to be found, but I'm trying to turn over a new leaf again. I'm trying to make connections and build he bridges. He always turning some, so you can find me say something but i'm not you can find me at on instagram because i really don't like social media you can find me at idj underscore dji um other than that if you can't be honest with yourself you damn sure can't be talking to me so leave me alone unless you really did, ready to get into some stuff He's he's saying that for all you Tinder folks that are going. To I was going to say that's to his hoes. That's who that yeah, was. Yeah, I know. I knew we knew who the message. We knew who the message was for. No, we as, knew who the message. You know, I don't like Drake, but I'm so down with Drake on the no new friends, oh, no fruit, Drake new friends, no new, new, no, no, no. You, you whatever. You saw his meat picture and you got all. He was trending on your. And it was definitely <laughs> fake. I said it. Oh my God! You know, you know what? I'm Big O, Mister in the Black himself. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at mr underscore in the black. And I want to thank you guys for joining us for another incredible episode of the In the Black Podcast. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you chose to kick it with us, and we appreciate it. Make sure you follow us across social media at In the Black PDCST on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. You can always check out past episodes of our show at www.intheblackpodcast.com. And if you really want to become part of the family, you can always come on over to our Patreon. Trust me. You will not regret it. But as always, until next time, informed, intelligent, in the black. In the black. In the black, baby. Drake's a deep fake. It was definitely a prosthesis. I ain't even gonna hold you.